How you doing? And thanks for tuning in to the What the Hell podcast. This podcast is dedicated to those things that drive you nuts and annoy you and just make you say, What the hell? Come on in. Let's get this thing started. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Oh, man, what the hell? Well, hello there, my what the hellions. How the fuck are you? I got to tell you, I've had a hell of a day. I just, I really have had a hell of a day. And it's something that annoyed me. It's a what the hell moment. So I decided, bonus podcast episode. Bonus party. Yay. Where's my yay? Oh, cheering. Hit this button. That's right. I'm going to rant. I'm going to bitch about something that actually fucking happened to me. And hopefully you'll agree with me. And if you don't, then whatever. But let's do the usual housekeeping. I'm still asking. I'm still begging. Come on, please. I know you are listening. I see the downloads on my host page. Uh, can you can you can you hook me up with a with a review on Apple Podcasts? Go in there and type a little typey typey little review of the podcast. Even if you don't like it, I'm cool with that. I get it. It's all good. It hopefully will make me better. Constructive criticism is welcome. Um, you know, rate, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Definitely would appreciate that a bunch. So uh, that's the housekeeping. As always, I'm going to keep asking for it and begging for it and all that kind of stuff, uh, at least until I'm as big as Joe Rogan, which I know will never fucking happen. Anyway, so I want to fucking rant, and I'm, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm, and, and now I'm popping in the microphone. I'm pissed off because I'm customer service and common sense are fucking gone in this world. I don't know why. I really, I really don't know why. I would love to know why, but I don't. So this is a one, I'm going to tell you a story and it's 100% true story. And the more I think about it, the more I get fucking pissed off. So here's, here's the deal. And, and you'll see why I'm talking about customer service and common sense close to the end of the story. So just bear with me, if you will. Once upon a time, that's how we start all stories, right? Once upon a time, there was a large hailstorm where I live, and it caused a lot of damage to my vehicles. And it was depressing because I had just bought one of them. Um, you know, okay, well, let's let's go through the, the process and, you know, file the claim on the insurance. It's what we pay for insurance for. You know, nothing nothing I can do. My garage is full of shit and wouldn't hold all the vehicles anyway. So, <sighs> so make the claim. Right. That's no big deal. The adjuster comes out and starts assessing it and, and all that kind of stuff. And so I make appointments at a local collision center that's affiliated with the dealership where I bought my car. And it was a brand new vehicle. I'm not trying to brag. It's only the third brand new vehicle I've ever bought in my life. But I just bought this vehicle two weeks before this fucking storm and brand new you know, on the lot, had 90 miles on it when I got it, and, and now it's got extensive hail damage. And the day after the storm, I get the email from the dealership like, hey, if you've got hail damage, this is our certified 
repair center who is certified for all new vehicles that we sell. Cool. Look up the reviews on Google and, and all that stuff. Generally good reviews. Cool. So I make the appointment. Go. Vehicle gets fixed. You know, pick it up. Everything's fine and dandy. Pay my deductible, right? Okay, good. The I will say this. I'm not going to out this business on this podcast. Not because I think anybody that fucking works there listen to it. Because I just want to keep it general because I'm going to cuss a lot because I'm fucking pissed. But the work itself, the quality of the actual repairs are outstanding. It, it's great. The s- customer service is fucked. It's fucked, okay? It's bullshit. So late August I get a phone call and it happens to be from this this repair center this collision center now mind you this all went down you know and the cars got fixed in June okay I want you to keep that in mind and I get a call uh, on August 24th from this this collision center and it's their office manager who is informing me that I have a past due bill that's coming up on 90 days, and if I don't pay it, they're going to put a lien on my wife's car. And I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck are you talking about? Number one, I, I don't know of any bill, so how am I 90, you know, almost 90 days past due? F- explain that. So what had happened was when my wife went to pick up her car um, in June, Okay, June 11th, she picked up her car and she walked in and says, yes, I'm here to pick up my car and had her <laughs> had her debit card out to pay the deductible. And the person behind the counter grabbed the paperwork and looked at and handed her her keys and said, here you go. We have a zero balance. Thank you. Have a nice day. And my wife hesitated for a second, was like, OK, and looked at the receipt. It showed zero. She grabbed her car and left. So they didn't collect the deductible. Now, I don't fucking know. We don't know if there's some kind of special that happened because of the amount of vehicles that were in there or or what, but they didn't collect the deductible. And that was the last we spoke to anybody at that fucking collision center until August 24th. And this lady is saying, yeah, there was a deductible. You didn't pay it when you picked it up and you have to pay it. And if you don't, we're going to put a lien on your wife's car. And again, I'm doing this. Like, wait a fucking minute. Wait just a fucking minute. And I'm thinking this. I didn't. I didn't say it. But I'm like, there. I don't miss bill payments. It's it's been a focal part of of my life for a while. Where I'm not late on my bills. I know how what that does because I put up with it for years. Where I had no choice, and I'm finally in a place where I can pay my bills, and it's all good. I'm like, why is this the first I'm hearing of this? And you don't call me and threaten me with shit. That's not the way this works. And she's, well, yeah, and then, and, and given all these excuses, and that's why I call the wife. I'm like, hey, you need to call this lady. They're saying we owe the deductible. And now, let me, let me be very clear. Yes, I'm not disputing the bill. But I'm disputing the way in which it was handled. Anyway, we'll, we'll get there in a minute. Bear with me on this one, okay? Because the, the longer this goes, the more I'm going to get hyped up and curse. And I got Crown and Coke sitting here, so bear with me. Anyway, 
So tell the wife. And I'm like, hey, you need to call them, take care of this. This is, you know, your vehicle. My name's not on the vehicle. I can't do anything about it. Blah, 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 blah. And so then I get an email. And again, it's a threatening email. Like, this needs to be paid. We're going to put a lien on the car. And so finally this morning, after, after looking at some of the emails that were going back and forth between my wife and this quote-unquote office manager and the general manager of the place called, my wife also, by the way, I finally just got so fucking pissed, okay? Let me, I've, I've been in the business world for a long time. It's, it's what I do, okay? Franchise business consultant. I've done it for years upon years. I have a business degree. I know how fucking businesses work. And what happened here, it's very fucking clear what happened here. It's not my responsibility to tell that business what my deductible is. It's their fucking responsibility to collect the deductible because they're dealing with the insurance company directly. As a matter of fact, when I talked to the service advisor, when I put the first car in there, I saw the motherfucking checks. They got paid before the work was even done. Okay? They got the fucking money. And so one of the things that has to happen in every single fucking business, I don't care if you're a DJ or if you're building computers or you're repairing cars, there are things called systems and process. Okay, it's how things go. Call it a standard operating procedure, call it a system, call it a process, whatever. This is the route we follow to get this result. Okay, so now the, the, the process, because I had more than one car in this facility, I know what the process was because I experienced it. We made the appointment. They went, we went in, we dropped off the car. They looked at the car, they went and washed the car. They put the car under their special lights so they can see where all of the hail dings are. And if, the, if they think the estimate from the insurance company isn't enough, they do what's called a supplement and they send it to the insurance company and say, yeah, we found more damage. Here's pictures of it. We, we're going to need more money. They fixed the vehicle. They verify that it's fixed. They wash it again. And then they call the customer. This is exactly what happened to me and say, hey, Mr. McPhee, your car is all done. We're open till six. You can come get it anytime. It's all set for you. Great. I'm glad it's done. Go up there and walk up to the counter. They've got a receptionist. And can I help you? Yes, I'm Sean McPhee. I'm here to get my vehicle. They called me and said it was done. And the person grabs the paperwork, which is at the desk, and bigger than shit on the paper, it says $475 deductible. And like, okay, you have a balance of $475. Great. Here's my card. Run it. I sign it. I get the keys. I go home. I'm fucking happy. That's a process. That is a system. That's how they make sure they get paid. Somewhere in that system, they fucked up and didn't collect the deductible from my wife. That's It's that fucking simple. The system didn't fucking work. Somebody, either through, through ignorance, pure stupidity, lack of training or whatever, their system failed. And they failed to notice it for almost 90 days. And then they call me up and fucking threaten shit. Wait a minute. Hold the fuck on. I don't fucking think so. That's not how shit works. 
you need to let me know what the fuck is going on before you turn around and go, oh, you've got an almost $500 bill and I need to pay it paid right now. We're going to put a lien on the car. What? What? Are you fucking kidding me right now? This is a 100% true story and I'm so fucking irritated at it. Where's the common sense? And I fucking asked the lady on the phone. I'm like, why is this the first I'm hearing of this? If I'm that past due, which hasn't happened to me in years, why am I hearing about it now? Where was my 30-day notice for past due? Where was my 45-day notice? Where was my 60-day notice? Where was any fucking communication before you call me up and threaten to put liens on vehicles and, and report shit to credit? No motherfucking way. I have news for you. That shit is not going to fucking fly. There is no fucking way in hell that that's even anywhere near okay. And common sense and customer service would fucking tell you that. What should have happened. This is what fucking should have happened. Okay. Again, I've been in business a long time. I do it for a fucking living and I deal in customer service. Here's what should have happened. Someone looks at the books and goes, oh shit, we didn't collect this fucking deductible. And we're going to be short this money because someone in our organization fucked up. Now I got to call the customer and figure out how to get paid for this. So that person should have called me up and said, hey, Mr. McPhee, uh, we've got a small problem here. You know, we screwed up somewhere along the line and we didn't collect the deductible for this vehicle. And, you know, we, we need to get this taken care of, um, you know, and on our side, it shows 90 days. But I know this is the first you've heard of it. Because I know how, how QuickBooks and other accounting software works. It tracks contact. It, we know this is the first you've heard of it. Can, can we work something out? If you call me and you say that, I got you. I'm not pissed. Hey, okay, let's figure this out. Again, I'm not disputing the bill. The bill is there. It should have been paid. And it will be paid for the fucking record. But you don't call me up. Act like an ass. Don't admit any fault whatsoever when it's one, well, 75% your fucking fault. It's 75% your fucking fault because your system and your process fucking failed you. And I'm and you know, lo and behold, the service advisor I was working with doesn't work there anymore. Do you think it could be because I don't know, she cost them almost five hundred dollars? I don't know. I'm just guessing. Could be. What do we have for him, Johnny? Number one answer, more than fucking likely. But you don't fucking do that. That's pro that's professionalism right there, people. Let me tell you right now, that's fucking professionalism, courtesy, and common sense. And I sent them an email basically telling them that I called them fucking unprofessional and borderline unethical. I told them flat out, you caused this. 75% of the blame is on you because your system failed somewhere. It's not my fucking responsibility to tell you what I need to pay you. You're the business. You are the one getting the money. You're the one responsible for the fucking insurance deal deals. You need to fucking work your system. And if I owe you money, when it, it, has anyone ever heard the fucking saying uh, payment due at time services are rendered? I see it in almost every fucking doctor's office I go to now, but come on. Are you, 
and you don't admit any fucking fault whatsoever. And here's the thing, and this is the other thing, right? Just on principle, I'm so fucking pissed at this that I'm considering uh, just on principle standing my ground because my wife was given a fucking receipt that says zero balance due. I'm sorry, a receipt's a legal fucking document. And it says zero balance due. And the fucking quote unquote office manager sent us an attachment of that receipt and hand wrote on that the deductible like that's going to fucking stand up in court. I mean, come on. What the fuck? Like, serious. And this just on principle, right? If if I want to fucking push the issue and be a dick about it because they're being the dicks to me. Maybe I should just be a dick back on principle. Maybe I should hold my ground and let this whole thing go to court. I've got a, I've got a receipt that I can scan. They want to try and put it on credit. I've got a receipt that I can scan to the credit bureaus and go, no, I'm disputing this charge. Here's my receipt. Their receipt has a handwritten thing on it. That's not fucking legal. And it won't go on my credit or my wife's credit. Actually, I'm okay with that. I can do that. They want to try and file a lien. Okay, let's go this because I'll go to the state. They want to try and take me to court. I've got all this paperwork and I can go in there and not even be a lawyer and fucking rake them over the coals and just be like, this is your process. I don't know. Put them on the stand. Is this your process or something close to your process? Or you explain to me what your process is for collecting the deductibles on vehicles when they pick up. This is what you do for a fucking living. Tell me what the process is. And I'm sure I'm going to get fucking crickets. Right. I, I'm uh, 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 uh. And to me, the whole thing just depends on which way the judge would lean that day. Right. Because I think there's a case either way. And it just depends on, I don't know, who has the most convincing argument. But I think it could go either way. But part of me wants to be just like, you know what? I'm, I'm out of principle because you're an asshole. That's right. You're an asshole. I'm not going to fucking do this now reality check i probably won't do that because it's not worth the fucking hassle but on principle i kind of want to please stand by for a quick crown and coke break (sighs) yes i just slurped on the podcast and i'm sorry it was unprofessional of me but i didn't want there to be dead air so i don't know whatever anyway back to my rant so if you're that office manager and this situation comes across your desk, wouldn't it both be just good customer service and common sense to go, huh, this is a unique situation and I probably shouldn't approach it hardcore. Because again, and to this moment, they have not admitted any fault. I blasted them on an email and said, this is 75% your fault. I blasted them on. It was it was the most professional, you're a fucking idiot email, I think, ever written. That's just my opinion, and I've got to hide one of myself, but that's a whole other story. Matter of fact, I'm going to read this email. This is what I wrote. I said, I am just about at my limit with, name of Collision Center, after discussing the communications with my wife. Let me be extremely clear in our position. There's a shared responsibility for this issue with us and, name of the Collision Center, However, it's not an equal share. 75% of this is due to your internal systems and process failing you. Whether that is human error, computer error, or just plain lack of proper business systems, the fault lies in your business. Payment due at time services are rendered. Sound familiar? 
I find it extremely difficult to believe that's not the expectation when you're dealing with the dollar figures you deal with. 25% of this dis, dis, does fall on us as we're aware that our insurance policy has a deductible and probably should have asked someone to double check. And then I go into start going into details. I said the complete lack of understanding of the situation by you and your general manager is unprofessional and borderline unethical. The vehicle was picked up on June 11th. Where was the notice that we were 30 days, quote unquote, late, which would have been July 11th? What about 45 days, quote unquote, late, which would have been July 26th? You call on August 24th and email and tell them we're coming up 90 days late on paying this, and it's the first we've heard about it. I haven't missed a bill payment in years. You call and tell me you're about to be 90 days past due and threaten to put a lien against my wife's vehicle. Not happening. Oh, man. It just, it fucking pisses me off beyond, there's more to this. I'm not going to bore you with this. Um, you know, but it's just, it, go, it goes on and on. They're like, no, we want this. They, you know, like, you got, you got this much time to pay this. And we're like, no, it's not going to be paid in that time. But I tell them later in the email. We're not disputing the bill, and the bill will be paid. It ain't going to be paid in the time frame you're giving us because you're not taking into account that you've never fucking contacted us before. And this is this is COVID. You know what? This is fucking COVID pandemic. Maybe, just maybe, I'm not going to say whether I do or don't because it's nobody's business. Maybe there's not $475 sitting around that I can just drop right at this moment. I can pay the bill. And I will pay the bill. But because of the way you approach me with it, fuck you, I'll pay it in my good time. If you had just come to me and said, hey, you know, we screwed up. Someone in our building made a mistake. And we need to get this rectified. We're willing to work with you on it. Let's figure this out. I'd have been like, oh, shit, yeah, okay, no problem. That's crazy. But when you come to me, like, you, I mean, have you, have any of you ever dealt with maybe like errands, rent to own or, or cons home plus, you know, these places that, you know, you can rent to own stuff or if you have, you know, subprime credit or whatever, um, they'll still, they'll still, uh, let you get stuff. But the minute you're 30 seconds late on the payment, they fucking blow up your phone. And I mean blow it up. I've seen reports of 10 to 12 times a day. And that's how I feel like these fucking people were, were, were treating me. Like, oh, this is like this. But there was, again, it wasn't even 30 seconds. It was fucking, it was forever. 90 days. I hadn't heard shit. And you come at me like that? Fuck you. Out of pure principle, you're an asshole. I, I just, I don't understand being in a customer service business and the amount of money, the amount of fucking money that they make, especially after a major hailstorm in Texas. The damage in my vehicles was over 13 grand, just so everybody knows. Right? And, and, and again, that's just two vehicles. That's just vehicles. How many other people had hail damage? I know people that had windshields busted out in that fucking hailstorm. I was fortunate I didn't. But are you fucking kidding me with how you come at this? You're supposed to be an office manager. Manage. Lead, you son of a bitch. 
I guess I can't say son of a bitch. It was a woman. Lead, you bitch. Manage. That's what you do. Look at things from the right perspective. That was the wrong way to go about shit. If I fuck up, I don't care if it's personally or at work. If I make a mistake, I own that shit. I own up to it. Oh, yep, screwed that up. I've been in the restaurant business for, for fucking years. Years. You made my sandwich wrong. Even if I didn't make the sandwich, it's I'm there as the representative of the company. Oh, I am so sorry about that. Can I make you something else? Would you like how how can I make this right? Give them the option. And by the way, most people don't want a refund. They just want an apology and their shit to be made right. And you know what? They deserve both. They deserve both. How many times have you had a problem somewhere and the fucking quote unquote manager or whoever was dealing with the problem made it worse with the way they acted or their fucking attitude? Customer service and common sense is fucking disappearing on this planet. And not just in fast food restaurants. I mean, I can only imagine what the office manager for a large collision center that's tied to a major automobile manufacturer and the dealership makes. But I guarantee it's probably not $9 an hour. Right? You're, you're dealing with this. You're dealing with accounts receivable and all that. You, you've probably got some modicum of an education or at least on-the-job training, whatever. You're in that position for a reason. And you come at me that way knowing damn well that's the first time I've heard of it? Fuck you. You're going to hear me say that a lot today. Fuck you. Because that's how I feel. I'm like, I certainly would not have fucking come at somebody that way. Knowing damn well that someone inside my building fucked up. Okay, and, and in my history, okay, I need a, a sip right here. Hold on. In the history of my management career, after I got out of the Army, I ran co- corporate-owned McDonald's stores. And I'm, I don't know, how, to this day, I don't know how it happened, but it did. It wasn't on purpose, but there was more than one occasion where somehow a hamburger was sent out without the fucking meat. Okay. And you laugh and I, I, I do too, because even though I've, <laughs> I've been part of it, it's ridiculous. I'm like, how do you forget the fucking meat? That's the whole point of Wendy's commercials in the eighties. Where's the beef? Right, And that's what the guy did. He came back. He goes, where's the beef? And I didn't make that burger, but I was the manager. And all I could do was go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Let me let me refund your money. You know, make the make the food right. Number one, let me refund your money or at least give you some coupons for a free meal next time you come. And the guy was like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you. I, I think I handled that rather well. And then, of course, later on, when it died down, I'm looking at my cooks going, how can you possibly do that? Are you kidding me? You know what? <laughs> let's, let's do this right, guys. I'm not proud that that happened. I'm proud of the way I handled it. I, you know, it's, I've, been, I've been chewed out for some of the dumbest fucking reasons on the planet, and I've been chewed out for valid reasons that I deserve to be chewed out for. A million percent. I'm gonna. This is another true story. I'm gonna tell this other story because it relates. And again, this is many, many, 
many, many, many years ago. I'm a store manager for corporate-owned McDonald's, and it's a Saturday. Um, this is w- this is well over 20 years ago, and and I'm having a really bad day. Like a lot of people didn't show up for work. I had a very large playland in uh, in my store at that time. It was the largest in the state of Texas. That'll tell you. And a lot of people didn't show up for work that day, so <laughs> it was bad. Dirty dining room, long lines, long waits. There's supposed to be, you know, five or six people in the back making sandwiches. It was me and one of my assistants because we were the fastest ones there. It was a bad day, and and customers had every damn right to be pissed. And there was one gentleman who was pissed, and he was making a scene about every 10 minutes. And I had two other managers in the front that had tried to calm him down and, and, you know, did what I trained him to do. But he kept coming up and he was being belligerent. And I'm like, oh, my God, can this day just get over with? So finally we get, you know, we get some people in and it starts calming down. We're trying to catch up and this guy comes walking back up. And I'm finishing up something and I sent my my right-hand assistant manager out there. I'm like, go take care of him. And, And his name was Pablo. and He was a cool guy. I think he was... I think he was Filipino, but I'm, I might be wrong. Pablo was a really cool guy. And I'm like, Pablo, I don't care what you have to do. You refund his money. We'll give him some free food. We'll give him coupons, whatever it is. Just apologize, kiss his butt, try to do your best to make it happy, make him happy. And, and you know, let's just, let's just put this day behind us. And, and again, Pablo was one of the nicest guys ever. And, and, you know, he went out there and did his best. And he came back. He's Mr. Sean, Mr. Sean, that guy's an asshole. I'm like, oh, damn, that guy must be an asshole because Pablo doesn't curse. So 10, 15 minutes later, here he comes again. I'm like, okay, it's my turn. I need, I'm need. i the store manager. I need to take my, my, my beatings for this. And so I walk out, and he comes up, and I'm like, hey, how you doing, sir? How can I help you? And he's like, oh, he, said, he sees my name, Texas store manager. Well, it's about fucking time. And I'm kind of walking him away from the counter, trying to get him away from people so he doesn't make a scene. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I was trapped in the back, and I, I know we've let you down today. Let's let's come on over here. Let's talk about it, and, and, and I'll do what I can to make it right for you. I'm, I'm really sorry. And he says, yeah, you know, when I got here, there was no fucking place to sit, and everything was fucking dirty. And I'm like, yes, sir, I was shorthanded. I have, there's no excuse. I'm sorry. You know, I had I, with one kid. It was a second day. He came out here, probably didn't know what he was doing. He grabbed a towel and, and tried to do it. And this guy, he was taller than me. And he leans down and he goes, oh, now you're going to fucking pull my leg too. And at that point, I had, I had had enough. It was a bad enough day. I'm being professional and this guy's cussing at me. And I, I looked at him and said, sir, I'm here to help you. I said, but this is a family establishment and I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't cuss at me. There are children here. And he goes, what the fuck did you just say to me? I said, you heard me. And if you cannot reel your language in, I'm going to ask you to leave. And if you don't leave, I'm going to have you hauled off by the police department. And he, oh, oh, I don't think you have a fucking job much longer. He's storming around the, the, the lobby area. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so I went back and I, I called my area supervisor and told him what was going on. I'm like, look, horrible day. We'll get into that later. I got a situation and I told him what was going on. And he goes, we handled that perfectly. Give him my name and number. I'll take care of him if he calls. If he doesn't, you know, if he continues to make a scene, call the cops. I'm like, okay, cool. So I grabbed one of my business cards and I wrote my supervisor's name and direct phone number on the back. 
And I walked out, and he was in the playland, you know, I guess watching his kid play or something. The one time he wasn't fucking screaming in the restaurant. And I walked over, and I said, sir, here's my business card, my name, store address, store number. On the back, this is the number to my area manager. This is his direct cell phone number. Uh, he'd, he'd love for you to give him a call, and, and you can let him know, you know, how bad everything was today. Again, I'm sorry. Have a great day. And the guy just kind of snorted at me. And so I, I walked back and called the supervisor again in the back of the store. And I'm like, hey, just gave him your number. So if he calls, you know, you know what's going on. He goes, hey, cool. So I come walking back out to the front. And <laughs> I just want this day to end. And and my my front counter people, there I had two or three of them. And they were wiping off trays. They had sanitized water and they are wiping off trays. And they're sitting there wiping the trays. And I walk up and they're doing, <laughs> you know, they're fucking snorting and trying not to laugh. I'm like, why are you laughing at me? It's been a horrible day. I just got chewed out by this guy and cussed at. What, what's so funny? And they go, no, 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 no. It's not you. It's not you. After you went into the playland and gave him your card and went in the back, he came out and started getting belligerent again. And he's like, this is fucking bullshit. And he was standing next to his wife who was sitting down. And she looked up at him and said, shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down. <laughs> And he was, he was sitting next to her looking like a little whipped puppy. And, and he's like, they're busting their ass and they've been out here trying to make it right. And all you've done is act like an asshole. Sit down and shut up. <laughs> and I was like, I, I was like in love with that woman at that point. I don't remember what either one of them looked like, but I was just like, oh, there are good people in the world. And you know, when he left the table, I went out there and I gave her, I don't know, five or six coupons for free meals. I'm like, you don't have to come here. They're good at any fucking McDonald's. Um, I'm sorry. And and she's like, no, I'm sorry. My husband acts like a jerk. I'm like, I get it. It's okay. You know, thank you very much. And for the record, for the record, he never called in a complaint. He didn't call my supervisor. He didn't call McDonald's corporate. So I don't know. But uh, you, you see where I'm going. It was a bad day. I was ready to own my shit. And, and I did whatever I could to make him happy. There was there was no reason. There was no fucking excuse. Customers don't give a shit that your your crew doesn't show up and, and you're having a bad day. They just know that they came to get a service and they didn't get what they wanted. And and you have to respect that when you're fucking paying for something. You're paying for something, you expect to get what you pay for. And again, this goes right back to this fucking idiot collision center. I got what I paid for because, again, I will I will 100%. As far as the quality of the repairs of the vehicles, they look great. You would never know, unless you looked at the Carfax, that they had fucking hail damage. They, as far as the quality of the repair, the customer service was crap. I wasn't kept informed on how things were going when my cars were there. And clearly, something fucking went sideways at the end of it, especially with my wife's car. Uh Alcohol break. Sorry about that. So, if you, I mean, if, if you fuck up at work, own that shit. Admit it. Own up to it. It, it, if you go, look, yes, it's my fault. I'm sorry. What can I do to make it right? What can I do to fix it? As someone that's been leading people, since I was 18 years old and in the army, I've got way more respect for someone that can go look at me and go, yeah, I fucked up. Uh, it's my fault. You know, what, what can I do? And, and have that person and that person earns their trust back, you know, whatever the situation may be. I got a ton of respect for that shit, but you don't, and you don't 
fucking in customer service, you don't call the customer when the customer can look at the fucking situation and go, wait a minute, this shit does not add up. I am my weakest subject on the planet is math. As soon as you put letters in the math, I'm out. I don't care that a squared plus B squared equals C squared. I don't give a shit because it don't mean anything to me. I can, I can add, subtract, multiply, and divide. And if it's that fucked up, we all got calculators on our phones. My, my personal philosophy is if God wanted me to be good at math, he wouldn't have sent someone to invent the calculator. But I can look at something and analyze it and go, hey, wait a minute, especially in business. I mean, I analyze profit and loss statements for my franchisees all the time. And I can go, hey, there, there's something wrong here. This shouldn't cost this much or this number is wrong. It's, it's not that hard to figure out. And when you're dealing with people, process, and systems, and you can look at it and go, I can pretty much, based on my experience, figure out your process and your system, and I can identify where it fucking failed. I can identify it. You don't get to call me up and act like you've been calling me or you've been trying to get a hold of me for this money when you haven't. And you fucking know you haven't. That's bullshit. That's a bunch of crap. And that pisses me off. You don't get to fucking talk to me that way. I'm the customer. If I did something wrong, talk to me like that all day long. I'm okay with it. I get it. If I did nothing wrong, nothing, you don't get to do that. It's not my responsibility or my wife's responsibility to let you know what our deductible is and pay it to you. It's your responsibility because you're dealing directly with the insurance company and that's where you're getting paid from to know what the deductible is and you had they had different fucking people that worked with different insurance companies. So when when I told this person on the phone when I was making my appointment who my insurance company was, they go, okay, that this person's going to be your advisor because that's who they work with. So it's not the first rodeo. And again, this is 2021, okay? And whether it be health insurance or car insurance, the only way to make it affordable these days is to have a high-ass fucking deductible. Nobody, short of maybe Elon Musk, has a zero deductible on their fucking car insurance. Because if you do, then your fucking insurance bill for a Honda is more than the fucking car payment is. So your job... All day, every day, is dealing with this. And again, when I picked up my car, the paperwork was there. I didn't need to talk to my service advisor. The receptionist was right there, had the paperwork, reviewed the paperwork, saw that I had a deductible, and processed it. So the system clearly was for the service advisor to have the paperwork done and put it at the front desk for when the car was going to be picked up so the deductible can be paid. If that person fails to write it on there because they're too busy, too stupid, not trained, what the fuck ever, your process didn't work, your system didn't work, and you don't get to turn around and call me and be a dick or a bitch because your system didn't work. You can call me and tell me, you know what, someone screwed up. Sorry about that. What can we do 
in order to get this bill paid. That's customer service. That's how that should have been handled. And I don't think anybody listening to this fucking podcast would disagree with me on it. If it's a completely different story, if you've been, if you, if I got a 30 day notice, a 45 day notice, a 60 day notice and all that, that's a completely different story. Then sure. Call up and, and act like a dick because that might be the only way you get your money. But I got no notices. None. You don't get to do that. It's I, I know it's a completely different animal when you're playing bill collector and that person's avoiding the bill or or whatever. I didn't avoid it. I didn't even fucking know it existed. You know, how do we know that the fucking you know, maybe maybe because of the thing, it was you know, the the deductible was waived by the insurance company as a promotion. Maybe because this place had so many cars, they were making enough money that they they randomly gave a free deductible out to one of the customers. We don't fucking know that. That's not our responsibility. My responsibility is to show up and pay for the fucking service. I can't pay for the service if you don't tell me how much the fucking thing is. And you hand me a legal document that's a receipt that shows a zero balance. And then 90 days later, call me up going, we're going to put a lien on the car. I'm going to get an attitude. I'm going to bitch about it on a podcast. And I might just be an asshole to you on general principle. And I even told them in that email, I said, there's a lot of other words that I would use in this, that I want to use in this email, but I am a professional and I'm not going to do that. I called them out flat on it. You're unprofessional, unfair, and borderline unethical. And I say borderline unethical because, yes, the bill is owed and we have to pay it. But you, <laughs> the ethics of it, just the, the, whether it's right or wrong, to me, is fucking very clear on it. And, and I, I have a problem with it. And I'm fucking pissed. I'm just fucking pissed. I've been doing the, ranting on this for 42 fucking minutes now. Can you tell? What do you, I would love to get some comments on this. If you're listening to this and you're, you're fa- I know a lot of my family listens to this, and a couple of you know the story, but if you listen to this and tell me, am, am I off base? I would love to hear some perspective. Email whatthehellpodcast, all one word, at yahoo.com. Give me your two cents. Am I way the fuck off here? Am I, I don't think I am. And the people that I've talked to about it think I'm that I should just not pay the bill is what I've been told a couple times. Like, fuck you. They fucked up. I'm going to pay the bill at some point in the near future out of principle. But am I, am I off? Am I, am I just fucking way off here? Again, email what the hell podcast at yahoo.com, all one word. Tweet at me at WTH podcast. I would love to know your fucking thoughts on this. I, I just, I refuse to believe that I'm off base on this unless somebody out there can, can give me some reasons. But hopefully you all, agree. I, even if you don't agree, I want to know what you guys think out there. All my what the hellions. What do you think of this fucking situation? What would what would you have done? Would you just go, well, I got to pay the bill and pay it? Would you get pissed off like I am and still pay it? Would you do nothing? I, I want to know what everyone's thinking out there. Anyway, you know, it, it's fucking frustrating. 
common fucking sense isn't common, so I guess we should call it uncommon sense, number one. And customer service. We all want to fucking feel like we're special, right? I mean, like like we're important, and if you're the customer, you are the most important person to that business because there's no business without customers. So you might want to think about how you treat them. Now, for the record, if I ever get into a car wreck or another fucking hailstorm comes around, do you think for one second... Even though the quality of the work was excellent, do you think for one second that I'm going to go back to that fucking collision center? Think about that while I take another sip. Because the answer is fuck no, I will not. I would almost rather risk a lower quality repair than deal with these fucking people again. Which is sad. But that just goes to tell you how you can have amazing work. You can have an amazing product out there that a lot of people love. But how the customers are taken care of when they order that product or they use that service is almost more important than the quality of the product. Like, you know, you know IKEA furniture is not top of the line. You got to take it home. You got to build it. But you know what? The IKEA near my house is pretty damn good on its service. There's people all over the place to help you out. They're nice. Think about it. Just fucking think about it. And I know. I'll be the first person to tell you. The old tagline of the customer's always right is complete and utter and total bullshit. Just so you know. That's right, I said it out loud. The customer is not always right, and you fucking know you're not always right. Trying to manipulate the system and and do things, it's like the business gets to tell you, like, well, this other place takes my coupons. Well, it's not a fucking coupon for here, and I don't have to take it. It, I'm sorry if that pisses you off. I'm not not changing the policy for you. Some some of the things, I've, I've been chewed out as a franchise consultant because I had a franchisee that didn't like me with another concept and just wanted to piss me off. He, he was arguing with a customer. The customer wanted him to uh, accept an expired coupon. And not a coupon that expired like yesterday, like a coupon that had expired three months, two to three months before. And he's the business owner. He, he can decide if he wants to take it or not. And this guy was letting him have it because he's like, no, that coupon expired in January. It's March. I'm not taking it. And just, I guess, to get him off his back, he's like, call this guy. He works for corporate. Knowing damn well that I can't do anything. And this guy starts berating me over this franchisee not accepting an expired coupon. Wait a goddamn minute. Wait a fucking minute. What kind of bullshit sense of entitlement do you have that you think you're so fucking special that you get to fucking change the expiration date on a coupon? Well, you know, there's grocery stores. We will take it. No, even triple it. Uh, We're a restaurant, not a grocery store. We don't make that kind of profit. (laughs) 
that that story never ceases to fucking when I when I think about it, it never ceases to amaze me. The sense of entitlement. I'm like, you know, those coupons are not free. These 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 businesses have to pay to print them and send them out to you, and they're designed to generate business for a certain time, whether that's a certain time of year, a certain time of day, a certain time of week. They're generated for that, and they don't just linger out there forever. It's the way it is. And this guy just didn't like that. He, he was, was cussing at me and everything else, and I'm like, sir, he's the owner of that business. I can't force him to take that coupon. There's, there's no way. Chew my ass. I said, but I'll tell you what I will do for you. I said, give me 10 minutes. Let me, let me call somebody. I'll find someone that'll take your coupon. I guarantee you I can find a different store with a different owner that'll take your coupon. And his, and his tone changed. He goes, really? And at that point I'm going, oh, so now you realize what a dick you're being and how fucking ridiculous you are. I didn't say it. I thought it. And I said, yeah, I can do that. Give me 10 minutes, I'll call you back. Is it the number on my phone, your number? Yes, okay. So I called a different owner whose store wasn't far from the first guy. And I said, hey, I need a favor. And the guy's like, oh, God, what? And I said, remember these coupons? He goes, yeah. I said, well, you know, this other guy won't take the coupon. This cu-, And he gave the customer my number so he could rail at me and cuss at me. And, and this other guy, he's laughing. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, I need a favor. He goes, shit. I'm like, no, can can I send him to you? Will you take his coupon and make this guy happy? And he goes, oh, fuck yeah, I'd be happy to take the business from that other store. Hell yes, I'll take that coupon. Great. Are you there tomorrow? Yeah, I'm, I'll get here at 10. Cool. Let me call this guy. Let him know what's going on. Please take care of him, make him happy. He goes, yeah, I'm happy to take the fucking business from that other store. So I called the customer, and I'm like, all right, are you familiar with this location? It's not too far from where you went. He goes, yeah, I know exactly where that is. I said, great. The owner's name is Ninini. I'm not going to out him here. Um, he's not an owner of that particular franchise anymore, but whatever. Uh, he said, this is the owner's name. He gets there tomorrow at 10 a.m. Ask for him. He'll be happy to take your coupon. He goes, really? I said, yeah. He, he's, he's more than happy to you. I told him what was going on. And he, he's like, okay, great. Thank you. And now here's the moral of the story, though. I didn't have to do that. I could have just hung up on the guy. Wasn't going to hurt me none. But I believed in my brand at that point. I still do. This is a different brand that I was working for. but And I, th- I knew that this other franchisee would take the coupon. He just wanted the business. It's profit. And here's the thing. Here's, here's how short-sighted people can be. This guy started going to the, the other franchisee's store three days a week for months because he took care of this coupon. And in the restaurant world, that's what you call a super heavy user. And those are the people you want if you're going to make good profits. So over this coupon, which was probably not even a dollar, okay, for the record, not even a dollar, this guy lost a super heavy user. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The customer was a fucking idiot. He's a fucking idiot. What kind of bullshit sense of entitlement do you need to think, oh, uh, uh, this is expired. I should still get it. Try that next time a cop pulls you over for your fucking registration being expired. Oh, it's expired. It's no big deal. <coughs> Off to jail, motherfucker. Try that. 
Try that next time your fucking food's expired. Nah, it should still be good. I'm still going to eat it. You're going to have some problems there, let me tell you. But, I mean, that's a a, a 100%, in my opinion, pure story. And it's 100% true, by the way. Every, Every part of that story is true where the customer is clearly not fucking right. Like, he's way off. But we can't, you know, we can't tell you that. We'd like to. We'd like to. But we don't. Because the customer is the most important person in the business. So, moral of the story, don't treat your customers bad. Use some common, fu- use some uncommon fucking sense and own your shit when you fuck up or when your business fucks up. Especially if that fuck up means you're going to have to call somebody and go, hey, you got a surprise bill that we need to talk about. I mean, the, surpri- the whole surprise billing thing was a nightmare for the medical industry and now there's laws against it. Think about that. Use some uncommon fucking sense. Treat your fucking customers right because I'm telling you, it's everything. Fuck those people. Fuck that collision center. Fuck that manager. Fuck that office manager. Y'all can go jump in a lake as far as I'm concerned. That's as much as I'm going to, much ill as I'm going to wish on you, but you lost a customer, which is sad because. Again, the work was outstanding. The work was great. But based on this incident, number one, I will never recommend anybody to go there, and I will never fucking go there. And I will tell them specifically not to. That's just the way it is. Again, if you're listening to this, I want. what's your opinion? Tell me, am I off base? Am I right? Am I way wrong? Could I have done something different in your opinion? I, I'm open to it. What the hell podcast, all one word, what the hell podcast at yahoo.com. Tweet me on Twitter at WTH podcast. Let me know. I would really love to hear what my what the hellions have to say about this. I really would because I'm curious. I really am. Anyway, that's going to be it for this bonus rant. This next extra bonus what the hell episode because I was pissed and it just fit into the whole theme of what the hell. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a great fucking weekend. And uh, as my brother would say, be good to each other, people. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 